0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the gridiron universe of the silver and black. You're tuned into Just Pod, baby, your go-to destination for all things Raiders. The prime thing is you have to win. You have to win. Otherwise, you can't be a success in professional football. This podcast is proudly brought to you by SportsKnot.com. The unfiltered sports juggernaut. Whether you're a diehard Raiders fan or just looking to stay in the know about this iconic franchise, you're in the right place. We are the Raiders and we represent the Raider Nation. Now, here's your host, Evan Grote.
1: Happy New Year, Raider Nation. This is the first episode of Just Pod, Baby, in 2024. Welcome. I am Evan Grote, your host for you first timers out there. Please follow and subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcasts from. Just Pod Baby is brought to you by SportsHunt.com. I am a video segment producer for the website and I encourage all of you out there to go. Please check out the website. We cover all of the major sports. Uh, I know you guys do crave Raiders content and we offer plenty of that over on SportsHunt.com. We have Uh, A couple of great writers whom you are aware of for their uh, work over the years uh, covering the Raiders, Scott Gilbranson and Mo Moten, they are the hosts of Silver and Black today. They also are my teammates over at sportsnot.com, so please head over to, to the website to check out more Raiders content. Now, the final week of the NFL schedule is finally here. Week 18, Las Vegas was officially eliminated from the playoff picture last week when they lost to the Colts, 23-20. to It was a lackluster performance all around, both sides of the ball. Uh, a little bit sluggish to start the game. The offense came alive more in the second half, but it was too little, too late. And now the Raiders look to finish their season on a positive note with a win over the Broncos. Now, while the playoffs are no longer an option... And many of you out there might think this is a game that maybe isn't worth your time. There is still plenty to play for. Many of the guys on the team are playing for future jobs. There's a lot of young players on the roster looking to build on something going into the offseason. And then, of course, the biggest story of them all right now is uh, Antonio Pierce, right? That's the one that is the major storyline that everyone continues to talk about uh how will the t- the team respond now that their season is officially over playoffs are no longer a picture will they play hard for Antonio Pierce who if you listen to what Devonte Adams had to say this week uh he's the pick that he wants to, you know he is the pick in the locker room to be the the head coach going forward um again so that is the big storyline in week week 18 for your Las Vegas Raiders now on the show this week we will discuss the final game And what it means for Antonio Pierce. I will talk about the comments made by Devontae Adams, and I'm gonna give you my opinion on on that. I've been a little bit more active later in this week on social media with some of my thoughts, been getting a lot of engagement from you guys, a lot of differing opinions, and I certainly, you know, that certainly gives me something, a a different perspective uh, to think about. And, And so I always appreciate the dialogue and the different points of view. Uh, from you guys out there. Um, I also wanna in in the second segment of the show uh, this week, I wanna uh, make my case for Jim Harbaugh a little bit of Jim Harbaugh versus Antonio Pierce. Um, I, I know at this point it's purely speculation. Uh, you know if if um, Harbaugh decides to leave Michigan, but there is the chatter that's been going on. It seems like it's starting to heat up. And I'm one that likes to try to connect dots when evaluating these types of things. I'm sure many of you saw it, Vinnie Bonsignor of the Review Journal. He wrote a story this week. Uh, I want to share some of the story with you. And also I have some audio that I want to play uh, for you from our one of our sports not interviews uh, with Aaron McMahon, who is a Michigan football beat writer. I booked him this week uh, for the site. And we had an interview with him, and in in addition to you know talking with him uh, about the the title game that Michigan will be involved in on on Monday night, one of the other things that we asked him about was the future of Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor, and I, I think you'll be very interested to hear what he had to say. So stay tuned for that uh, a little bit later on in the show, and then just you know some real quick some some programming notes as the regular season. Is now coming to an end this week. I, I, I will get a show out for you next week as I want to kind of wrap up the season and, and begin to look ahead to the offseason. We know the choices that will need to be made at this point: general manager, head coach, and and you know more more likely than not a, a new head uh, a new quarterback. Uh, it, it could be drafted as well. Um, also, I did a quick scan of the roster. Uh, this week, and there's a bunch of guys who are soon to be free agents. There's a decision to be made on Josh Jacobs. Uh, Hunter Renfro most likely will not be back with the silver and black. So there's going to be a lot of turnover with the roster, uh, possibly with the coaching staff, uh, uh, maybe a new general manager. I want to be here all throughout the offseason to cover it, uh, and I'm hoping that you guys will, will join me for all of that. That being said, let's get it kicked off this week with Week 18 Raiders versus the Broncos. Both teams eliminated from the playoffs. So to the casual fan, maybe not something that you would consider must-see TV this week. It doesn't exactly get the juices flowing for you like Week 18 against the Chargers did from a couple of seasons ago. But if you have any interest in whom the next head coach of the Raiders will be, and if you are in support of Antonio Pierce then this game has a lot of meaning for you. I am interested in, in a couple of things this week in this game. Number one, I want to see how the players respond now that their season is over as far as making the playoffs is concerned. Now, my personal opinion on this, I was on the post-game show, uh, Scott Gilbranson, uh, I was with Scott and Murph uh, from Raider Fan Radio, this past Sunday to do a wrap-up show with Silver and Black today. And and we talked a lot about this, how we thought the players would respond. And, and my opinion on that is, is based on all of the things we know about some of the players on this team, specifically a guy like Max Crosby. Based on what we know about him and how he leads this team and some of the other players like Devontae Adams, I expect this team to come out and play just as hard as they did in the previous eight games under Antonio Pierce. There's no way that I I can imagine. There's no scenario that I could imagine Max Crosby going to allow his team to play with poor effort. I, I just don't see it happening. I do not expect effort to be an issue in this one. Now, will they come out and play a clean, Uh, you know, Mistake free game? I, I can't say that. I, I don't know if that'll be the case, but I know for one thing, effort will not be an issue. There's a lot of young players on the roster who who want to build on their rookie campaigns. They want to end their rookie campaigns on a good year. There's plenty of second and third year players who, again, kind of want to make their final last impression uh, on the on the season. And I want you to think about a couple of other players specifically. Think about a guy like Tyree Wilson. Who's been getting a little bit better here towards the end of the year? Uh, how do you think? Don't you think this game means something to him? I, I do. I think it means something to him. A guy like Malcolm Kuntz, who is who's having a career year right now with seven sacks, he absolutely wants to finish this season on a high note to show that he is a guy that can be counted on to be, uh, you know, a bookend defensive end, you know, a running mate. A Max Crosby. What about Trayvon Merrick, who has had a, a much better season than we've seen from him? How about a guy like Zamir White? You don't think he has a lot to prove in this game? He's finally given an opportunity if Josh Jacobs misses a game again. You know, White wants to show that he can be counted on for a larger role with this team in the future. And then on top of that, I mentioned I did a, a quick um, overview, and a quick scan of the roster. I counted 12 soon-to-be free agents who would love to put some good tape out there uh, you know, for a, a team that may be looking to sign them next season. So I, I do think there are some things here to be watching for in this game. But more importantly, more important than all those things I just mentioned, this locker room, they do love Antonio Pierce, and they support him. Uh, It's why he was named the interim head coach in the first place. Mark Davis, when he fired Josh McDaniels, he spoke to the leaders on the team, and they all said they wanted Pierce to be the coach. That bond that he had with his players nine weeks ago has only gotten stronger. This game is, is very important for Antonio Pierce. If the Raiders flop... And they lay an egg, that would leave a bad taste in the mouth of Mark Davis going into the offseason. That would not be good for Antonio Pierce. If they come out, play a clean game, uh inspired, win in a convincing manner, that would be a great last impression. And it would be something that he could add to his resume, a five-and-four uh, you know, season for Antonio Pierce. So I I I do expect the team to come out and play motivated for him. And that is one of the things that I, I will be watching for to see how this team responds. Now I mentioned at the top that this team loves playing for Antonio Pierce. Let's now listen to the comments from Devonte Adams on Wednesday when he was asked about the possibility of uh, Pierce getting the interim tag removed.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously who I wanted. That's, that's my vote and I've, I've been vocal about that and that's, um, you know that's that's basically how the whole locker room feels, and you know with good reason. I mean, he's come in and, and done done a great job, and you know he's continued to, to win us over. It's not just the the comfortable thing. I think um, having AP here will will be uh, you know it'll be good for this this organization. He's he kind of embodies what it means to be a Raider and that mentality, that swag, and you know all the things that he endorses is is the things that I believe in. So um, it's easy for a guy like me, especially having dealt with him a little bit this year now, and. Gotten to know him and see his evolution, you know, in front of the team and you know all those things, all the all the different fields of, of being a head coach. So definitely, definitely um, rooting for him.
1: So a glowing endorsement there from Devontae Adams uh, in, in in support of Antonio Pierce, and uh, you know, it made me think of a couple things uh, when I heard the comments, and so just some of my personal thoughts on that. It reminded me of the 2021 season. When Rich Basaccia was in the same exact situation that Pierce finds himself in right now, you know fighting for his opportunity to become the full-time coach, I remember a lot of players were were in support of Basaccia. I know Crosby was one of his biggest uh, supporters, making a lot of positive you know comments about him. And uh, you know one of the other things that I thought about when I when I heard this, especially from Adams is because it wasn't too long ago that we heard a lot of of the same players who are endorsing Pierce were also supportive of Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. And um it's very possible that over time their opinions and their support changed for McDaniels, but I just find it interesting that you know you're hearing these comments, and, and it's not to say that I don't think what Adam said is is completely genuine. Because I, because trust me, I do believe that there's obviously support for Pierce in the locker room. But I guess the point that I'm making to you is, what is it that you expect a player to say when he's when he's up at the podium and he's asked a question like he was asked? You know, how do you feel about the idea of Pierce becoming the head coach of this team? I I wouldn't expect a player to say anything other than what what Adam said. So to me, it didn't shed any new light into the situation for me because that's what I expect a player to say in support of their coach, especially a coach who has done a a job as well as as Pierce did. I, I would expect them to want him to get the job. I mean, there's no other candidates right now for it. So there's no one else for... For Adams to even consider at this point, so yes, I do think that uh, he should want Pierce to be the head coach. So that's just some of my personal thoughts uh, on that matter. I, I don't know if we need to look into those comments more uh, any more or any less. I, I see a lot of people out there on on X, um, you know, suggesting that Mark Davis needs to listen to the players. Uh, forget looking at resumes and, and track records that they, he should be listening to the players because it's all about the players. And I get that. I think that's one aspect of the debate when you're looking at you know who the next head coach should be. So I, I, it's an interesting debate. There's obviously um, a lot of differing opinions out there. And uh, I respect everyone's opinion, so I just wanted to put that out there. But I am going to step aside right now get to a break. When I come back from the break, we're going to have a little fun here in segment number two. We're going to go a little little Antonio Pierce versus Jim Harbaugh because that is, if you've been on Raiders Twitter uh, this week, that's been the conversation. People are now zeroing in on two candidates. It's Antonio Pierce or it's Jim Harbaugh. And so I'm going to make my case for Jim Harbaugh. Also, I told you I had some audio from our SportsNOT interview with Aaron McMahon, who covers Michigan football for Ann Arbor News. Uh, I think you'd be interested to hear what he had to say when, when we asked him what his thoughts were on the future of Jim Harbaugh. So, so make sure you stick with me through the break and into segment number two. You don't want to miss that conversation. Uh, coming up next here on Just Pod Baby brought to you by SportsNOT.com. And welcome back, segment number two of Just Pod, Baby. Week 18 is nearly upon us here. NFL season coming to an end for many of the teams in, in the league. Of course, the the few teams that are lucky enough to qualify for the playoffs, they, they will continue on next week and, and so on and so forth. But uh, for Raider fans, their season is coming to an end this week on Sunday against the Broncos. And so what we need to do now is is kind of begin to consider some of the big moves that are going to be made in this coming offseason. One of those moves is going to be at head coach Antonio Pierce has one more game left to, to build on that resume. And I, I talked about it. Big topic of debate between Raider Nation this week is should Antonio Pierce get the job? And if it's not Antonio Pierce... Who else should it be? And the name that we keep hearing linked is, of course, Jim Harbaugh. And at this point, guys, we have to admit, it's it's purely speculation right now. We have no clue what Jim Harbaugh is going to decide to do. He has a game that he's currently preparing for, the national championship game against Washington on Monday night. And I must say, if you have any interest in who the next head coach for the Raiders might be, or maybe the future quarterback of the Raiders, then I think you need to tune into this game on Monday night because you got two quarterbacks, J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix Jr., who looked out, has looked outstanding all season, really, Penix, right? He, he's looked great. Uh, those are two quarterbacks that might be available when the Raiders are selecting... In round number one. So you might want to get to know them a little bit better than, of course, you know about the link with Jim Harbaugh. But again, purely speculation at this point, we have no idea what he's going to decide to do, but we're going to talk about it a little bit right now. I want to make my case now in segment number two here briefly about why I believe Jim Harbaugh is a better candidate than Antonio Pierce. And again, this is all under the assumption so you got to have a little fun with me here, that Jim Harbaugh has interest in the Raiders and that Mark Davis also has, has mutual interest. So we'll begin with that. We all know the resume for Antonio Pierce. Uh, he could either end up five and four or four and five as the interim head coach with the Raiders. He has no previous head coaching experience up until this point. He uh, has done an excellent job, a tremendous job given the circumstances that he was put into. Uh, he was a linebackers coach with the Raiders, no prior experience as an, uh, a coordinator in the NFL. A lot of people comparing him to uh, the head coach of the Texans, Ryans, who was kind of a, a late bloomer, uh, a, a, a fast riser through the ranks. He has done an excellent job with the Texans. A lot of people are saying they see similarities between Pierce and Ryan's. All the Raiders need is a as a, a, a young quarterback to kind of take that offense and, and and move it in the right direction like the Texans did with CJ Stroud and I, and I certainly can't disagree with you there. I do see a lot of similarities as well, but you know that is the resume. For Antonio Pierce, we also know that for Antonio Pierce, the players love him. Okay, We just went over all of that in the first segment of the show. So he certainly has the backing of the players in the locker room, which I believe will go a long way when Mark Davis, when this season is officially over and he sits down and starts getting to work and goes through the interview process, he is going to want to talk to those leaders in that locker room and and we know what they're going to say about Antonio Pierce. So that is the resume uh, for him. And then you, you, on the flip side of it, if there is mutual interest there with, uh, and uh, with, uh, Jim Harbaugh, which again, I mentioned the piece by Vinnie Bonsignor. There is a lot of connecting of the dots. Of course you have Jim Harbaugh's wife who is from Las Vegas. This week we heard that, uh, Harbaugh hired a new agent, Don Yee, who is a, you know, big time player in the NFL. Represented Tom Brady. We know Tom Brady's link with Mark Davis, uh, partial owner of the Aces. It, you know he's been trying to get some stake in the Raiders. If that should happen soon, uh, or even not, I, I do think that it's possible that Davis would would uh, seek out Brady's opinion. We know the the relationship between Brady and Harbaugh from their ties. Michigan so there's there's plenty of connections there uh Vinnie Bonsignor's story goes on to discuss Harbaugh's time with the Raiders as a quarterback coach his experience working with Al Davis Al Davis is uh uh you know liking uh taking a liking to Harbaugh Harbaugh taking a liking to Al Davis so I, I I there's a prior relationship there that goes back a long way there's a lot of connecting the dots there that makes a lot of sense uh, with Harbaugh and the Raiders. Now, on the field, you know about the success. That That's what I keep going back to is the track record of, of success at every stop along the way for Jim Harbaugh. It cannot be overlooked. It can't. Um, here's some stuff I, I got. I found in our... In fact, Scott Gilbranson shared an article with me and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna tweet the article out. It's from 2017. It's an old article and it was written um, just after uh, Harbaugh left the 49ers. It's a very good article and I, and I encourage you all to read it. I'm gonna put it out there on Twitter. Just some information from that article in the eight seasons before Harbaugh arrived to the 49ers in 2011, the 49ers hadn't had a single winning season and were a cumulative 46 and 82. Okay, in the two seasons since he was let go, the 49ers are 7 and 20 were 7 and 25. In the four seasons that Harbaugh was on the job in San Francisco, the 49ers were 44 and 19, went to three straight NFC championship games. And then we had, we know, of course, they, they had the Super Bowl appearance, which they lost in. That's, that's pretty telling right there. He turned that program around immediately. And when he left, it, it fell apart until they went on and hired uh, Kyle Shanahan, who has that program rolling once again. We know about the success that he had at San Diego State. We know how he turned Stanford into a a power for a short time. And the past, I believe it was nine seasons at Michigan, he now has them back in the national conversation, one of the top two or three programs in the country the last few years, three trips to the college football playoff. He has them on the doorstep of their first national championship In a very, very long time. I don't think when you look at resumes, you can't compare the two. I mean, Pierce isn't even in the same stratosphere as Jim Harbaugh if you're looking at resumes. Now, obviously, there's more to it. You have to be a leader of men. Antonio Pierce has proven that he's a very good leader of men. I think Jim Harbaugh can be considered the same. If you listen to the way these Michigan players right now are have been in full support of him, even with all the allegations going on, they are in full support. And again, as I would expect uh, Devontae Adams is to be in support of Pierce, I would expect the Michigan players to be in support of their head coach as well. But I just think that when, if you're Mark Davis— And you go through the interview process, and and let's say your decision is narrowed down to two people. You're looking at Antonio Pierce and Jim Harbaugh. I don't know how you could not consider Harbaugh to be the the better candidate of the two. Now, that's just my opinion. I've gotten feedback from a lot of you out there. You're concerned about Harbaugh wanting full control. I disagree. I don't see it that way. Show me other than Bill Belichick, how many other coaches in the NFL have full control? Name me one. because I can't think of one right now other than Belichick. A lot of the other people are out there are telling me he's going to cost too much money. I would tell you this: Would you care what Mark Davis does with his money? That is money that does not count against the salary cap. So who cares? It's Mark Davis' money. And if Mark Davis wants to pay Jim Harbaugh $15 million a year to be the coach of the Raiders, let him do it. Mark Davis has plenty of money right now. That is one of the benefits of having this new stadium out in Las Vegas. He's making a ton of money. Go and look at... What the franchise was worth when it was in Oakland, and what it's worth now that they're in Las Vegas. Mark Davis just paid Josh McDaniels forty-five million. Wrote him a check for forty-five million dollars to go away. He uh, he gave John Gruden a ten-year, ten million or hundred million-dollar contract. He has shown that he will pay for a coach, and that's a good thing. And. Us as fans, we should not be concerned about what he wants to pay a coach. That is not money that counts against the salary cap. So I just kind of wanted to fight off a couple of you that have been giving me, you know, giving that argument. The other argument that I keep hearing is that if the Raiders don't hire Antonio Pierce, whomever they bring in will lose the locker room. He'll lose the veterans in the locker room. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. May there be? Would there maybe be some some early disappointment for Pierce? Obviously, yes. These these are humans. They care for the man. They've gone to battle with the man. So yes, there would be some hurt feelings for a very short time. But I think if you bring in a guy like Jim Harbaugh, that would change real quick. He would bring instant credibility to the to the locker room. He's a former player. He's been in their shoes. He's a proven winner. He's 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 been there, he's done that. He's 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 been successful at every level. So I think that would bring instant credibility and instant respect to him inside that locker room. Now I mentioned the audio that I had for you. This is audio from a Sports not interview. Now, it is available on our website, SportsKnot.com. It's also available over on our YouTube channel. So if you type in Sports not over at YouTube, you'll see the channel. Please subscribe to the channel. We put all of our videos both on the website and over on uh, the YouTube. So I want to play just a very short piece of the interview. This is Aaron McMahon, who covers Michigan football on a daily basis for Ann Arbor News, And Scott Gilbranson ran the interview, and he asked Aaron what he thought about the possibility of Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan to head to the NFL. Let's take a listen.
0: Well, I think Jim Harbaugh wants to get back to the NFL. You know, he says much. He says much a couple of years ago when he said, you know, there's there's still a kind of a a goal of his to get back and win a Super Bowl. So I I think that's always been on his mind. I I think that's kind of at the beginning of his Michigan career, it was probably in the back of his head, but as things have gone on you know after the 2020 controversial season where michigan struggled uh, after you know at the the michigan winning back-to-back big 10 titles in 21 22. i i i think it became more of, a, of an idea in his head i i you know he interviewed with the vikings a couple of years ago he, he had discussions with the broncos last year i think for him it really comes down to getting an offer i, I think if an NFL franchise that he respects and he looks at as views as a good situation I, I think he leaves I, I think there's a good chance he leaves after this season regardless of, of what happens Monday night um, you know he's got three years left on his contract at Michigan buyout is relatively low so I think if there was ever a time for Jim Harbaugh to go it, it's probably now um, you know he had a really successful four-year run there with the San Francisco 49ers in the early 2010s he knows what it takes to win at that level uh, he's still got a lot of connections here obviously his brothers is still in Baltimore so a lot going for him and really you know, Honestly, you know, he's not getting any younger either. He just turned yeah. 60 years old last week. And so I think in a way he kind of uses the clock. The clock is ticking there.
1: So there you heard from Aaron McMahon, again, who covers this team. This is, this is what he does. He's the beat writer for the team. So he knows uh, this team very well. And, and he believes Jim Harbaugh is ready to leave. Uh, regardless of the outcome of the game, he believes the time is now for Harbaugh. Uh, to leave Michigan and head to the NFL. And by the way, to hear the full interview, again, head over to our website, sportsnot.com, or check out our YouTube channel uh, just by typing in sportsnot. So I encourage you to check that out. And also, if you're a fan of Michigan football or Washington football and you want to hear a little bit more detail, a breakdown, a preview of the game, you can hear that as well uh, in in the discussion with Aaron. Uh, So again, I, I think that's interesting to hear from a guy who covers the team on a day-to-day basis, who's been covering the team for many, many years, to get his feedback and his opinion on what he thinks Harbaugh is going to do. One of the other things that I want to point out in in this discussion about Jim Harbaugh is I also think it's in the best interest of the Raiders to make sure that Jim Harbaugh doesn't end up going to the Chargers. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if you allowed... Jim Harbaugh to get to the Chargers. Now you're dealing with Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and Jim Harbaugh six times a year in the same division. I just do not think that's a a good recipe. And if you decide to go and hire a guy like Antonio Pierce, who admittedly he would he admits that he's you know getting on the job training, and one of the other big if's with Pierce is it it really comes down to who the coordinators are going to be is it a guarantee that Patrick Graham sticks around because i think he's going to be getting some head coach interviews based on the work that he did with the defense this year could he accept a head coaching job somewhere does he you know who knows uh, i think he has a good relationship he's talked a lot about how he's had fun this season so I, i'm not sure if he would leave or not but i do think he'll get some looks And then who's going to be the offensive coordinator? That is a huge part of the discussion, huge part of the debate that we don't really have insight to. We don't know who potential candidates could be. We do know one thing. We do know that Pierce has three former head coaches who are advising him, who he's gone to for support. Marvin Lewis, Adam Gase is one of them. And then uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Is it Herman Edwards? No. I can't remember who the other third guy is. That he's he's got oh oh it was uh Coughlin, right? Because he played for Coughlin with the Giants. But let's say Adam Gase is one of the candidates to be an offense. Would that would that make you feel good? Adam Gase calling the offense? Not me. No way. So that is one of the things that you have to consider in this debate is you cannot let Harbaugh get to the Chargers. So that's one thing. And then the last thing that I want to say here as I kind of end this 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 debate or, or end this conversation, it, and this kind of goes to the people who out there are in support of Antonio Pierce, who keep telling me or keep telling anyone who's willing to listen why they like Antonio Pierce. Because he is from Compton. Because he is a Raider. If I have to hear that one more time, (laughs) I'm going to lose it. I mean, yes, we all know he grew up in Compton. He was a Raider fan. I understand that. There is so much more to coaching than the coach's image or the coach's swagger. Yes, those are all great things. You want a coach that embraces... Uh, what what the Raiders of old have represented. But I want to make this point as well. And this kind of goes out to the crowd who, you know, listen, I just turned 40 this year. This goes out to like the, the 50 and over, or maybe like the 45 and over crowd who want to live... In the past. And I don't mean this, you know, to put anybody down or to create any controversy here, but I think Raider fans, some Raider fans, and generally, listen, I don't like to tell fans how to fan. You fan however you want, but this is just an observation. There is a portion of the fan base that wants to try to recreate. The Raiders of the 60s, in the 70s, in the early 80s. And that is one of the reasons why you are attracted to Antonio Pierce because you believe he represents that. He represents the old Raider way, right? That's what, that's what, that nostalgia makes you happy. It puts a smile on your face. Let me tell you something. Football has changed, right? The game has changed. The rules have changed. The players are different. We live in the world of social media, pre-Madonna's. These are not the Raiders of the 70s, okay? Fred Bolitnikoff, Art Shell, Gene Upshaw, Kenny Stabler, John Madden they're not walking through that door. I keep hearing people say, Al Davis wouldn't do this, and Al Davis wouldn't do that. Al Davis isn't around, guys. That was 50 years ago. Stop trying to recreate the past. Stop living in the past. This is a franchise that has been around for over 60 years. That was one era of a franchise that spans 60 years. Look at what Mark Davis tried to do. He tried to recreate the Raiders of the, you know, the late 90s, the early 2000s, the John, you know, Rich Gannon era, right? He brought back Chucky. That was his goal for so many years was try to recreate that. But guess what? There was no Rich Gannon, there was no Charlie Garner, there was no Lincoln Kennedy, there was no Charles Woodson, or Tim Brown, or Jerry Rice, those guys were not coming through the door. You cannot recreate the past. Yes, you can hope that the the Raiders return to greatness, but it's okay if it looks different and it sounds different. But this notion that the only way the Raiders can get back to respectability is from embracing the past and trying to recreate the past, I don't buy it. What's the saying? Didn't Al Davis say the greatness of the Raiders organization is in its future? That's what he said. And so I'm just not one of these fans who gets all nostalgic about something that happened 50 years ago. I respect the past. I understand the past, but I'm not going to let the past affect what I feel could be a great move for the Raiders and, and the future of the organization. So those are some of my thoughts on that. That's my case for Jim Harbaugh. I have to say, it's a good problem for the Raiders to have. Either way, I feel comfortable with Antonio Pierce as well. I'm not saying that he isn't a good coach or that the Raiders can't have success with him. I believe they can. I just believe Jim Harbaugh is a better candidate. That's that's all. Uh, so don't so don't get don't know don't get confused with with what I'm trying to say. It's not that um I don't like Pierce. That has nothing to do with it at all. I would be totally comfortable with him as the coach. I just want to see Jim Harbaugh. Anyhow, that's that's a wrap for the show this week. Uh, I will be back next week. New show. We will recap the season. We will look ahead to the off season. I'm sure we'll debate Antonio Pierce a little bit more, too, depending on how this final game plays out. We'll talk about it. We'll break it all down. Lots of discuss here going forward on the show. Please follow me on X at eGrowth5. Please follow and subscribe to the podcast, Just Pod Baby, anywhere you get your podcast from. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy the final game of the regular season. It's going to be a long time now until you can get your Raiders football fix. So enjoy it. And until the next time, I am your host, Evan Grote. And as always, just win, baby.